I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you serious? Yes, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. Thank you in advance for killing some time with us today. Hey. <laughs> we got a friend back in the house. Yeah. Fung Butcher. What's going on, brother? I'm alright, you know. I'm um I'm 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 ready to go. <laughs> ready to ready to Yeah, ready to go. I think that's the best way to to phrase. Oh, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Man. Before before we get into it, can I just say on your social media the other day, absolutely love this, you know. Ten ayayad. <laughs> Ten ayayad. So it's that guy who was um oh. a Canadian politician. Yeah, yeah. And he thought he'd be uh, very creative and and um I guess explore diversity. Yeah, with his with with the COVID restrictions, yeah, and he listed in the region of I didn't count, but we're probably looking at about thirty different ways you could say stay, stay in at your home. yard. Yeah, but yeah. Interestingly enough, he, uh, he he even created a little space for uh, Jamaican. Uh, uh, I guess Jamaican Canadian nationals, yeah, to kind of identify with the the call to stay at home. Yeah, if you want to hear a politician trying to talk patois, this is it. Ten ayayad. Ten ayayad. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, look just to give you context. I played the start of it though. Hi, folks. There's one thing that's uniting all of us in Ontario, and that is stay at home. And this is regular Rest speaking voice. Rest à la maison. Yeah, French, low fun, high okay. A multitude of languages, but the best one was ten That was the best one. Ten So yeah, there you go. Do you know what? There's been a lot of controversy on the internet. I, yeah. I don't know why, but I just want to say salute to Can- Can- Canada, Canada, and their politicians for trying their best to yeah. communicate with everyone. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, I, I like that. Please incorporate that here. Yeah. I think I think Morris. yes UK politicians could take a leaf out of Canada's book and yeah. try and explore the ways that they could uh, engage better yeah man 100% with this multicultural diverse um, community that, that, that we're from yeah Canada is leading in that leading make when it comes notes, to that man. yeah make some notes you get me um, anyway like look we've got so much to catch up on fight you've been so active uh, we had a really important conversation last year around race and we've also well it's nothing that we've been kind of scared of to talk about on the show really we've kind of had conversations about it throughout I think that's the start of the show basically that's actually the last time we we had the show together so that's yeah it's coming on the full year yeah Yeah, last time we had a proper show together where we could could speak about it uh, was obviously during the Black Lives Matter kind of peak shall I say Mm -hmm. even though it's something that shouldn't have peaked and kind of dropped but the peak of kind of conversation last year but you went on afterwards. You said you had some things in the pipeline. One of the things you had in the, in the pipeline was your collaboration with Mixmag, which is a big look. Let's just talk about it real quick, man. Gosh, don't know where to start. Um, <clears throat> so, and the thing about 2020, and even when we kind of get to a point where we have to explain the events of 2020 <laughs> to our kids, yeah, it's going to be in such a world. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be right such right. a blur. Yeah. Such a blur. It's, it's actually, mentally, when you think about it, it's, it's, it's quite chaotic. Like the the end game battle scene where there's just so much going on to the left, to the right. Yeah, so you don't even know where to, to begin. So we had this conversation, me, you and Dev, and I think at that time we were kind of, had, had Blackout Tuesday happened? I can't remember. Blackout 
Tuesday had happened already. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it Black happened. Tuesday was as yeah. far as I remember because it's last year's is a bit blurry, isn't it? Yeah, it lockdown. Yeah. yeah, I think that okay. happened quite early. Yeah. So the Blackout Tuesday event happens, and it, I think for anyone listening now, you have to understand that this was the, the impact in this was kind of widespread throughout all aspects of uh, the black community, black entertainment industry, so on and so forth. So everyone kind of responded in their own specific ways as to the their feelings towards what had happened in America with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and how that resonated with their own feelings of helplessness, disenfranchisement and so on and so forth. So me being a, a kind of like a contributor in my, my own world in electronic music, I looked again, as I'd always done, at the the issues, the things that were wrong with the environment that I was I, I worked in, and I kind of brought them up, and I, I really took a, 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 a like a shot into the dark by putting it out there into the ether that the kind of conversation, the tweets, it would be really good if these could all be, um, uh, I guess, um, elaborated on and and fleshed out a little bit more and explored in a a wider reaching publication such as Mixmag, which which actually gets to those places in the music community that we want to reach and want to kind of affect and bring about better changes of circumstances for black professionals. So there were no guarantees. I took a shot and it hit the target. And you find yourself sometimes having to always be prepared for those moments just in case they do happen. And and that's what I had to do. I had to be prepared to deliver on um the expectations that I'd kind of put out into the into the atmosphere. There was a lot of um energies banking on me getting this right. There was probably a lot of energies banking on me getting it wrong as well and, and, oh, yeah. and making a complete arse of myself. But um we move, we concentrate on on the bigger picture and I was able to pull together a pretty comprehensive overview of what had been missing in the electronic music scene and why but i wanted to kind of i wanted to kind of navigate towards a solution based approach i didn't really want to just have in the end it was like 19 features i didn't want to have like 19 features of just anger and frustration and ranting and yeah, that, yeah. that in itself is um a bit counterproductive we're already kind of running on a deficit energy wise with the trauma of being locked in your house for at that time it was probably like six months of the year yeah man so and there's uh, look I, I find there's nothing wrong with grieving I just want to say but like action has to be taken at yeah, some point and I think yeah. your action was such a positive set of actions as well man yeah I think I just tried to kind of um mobilize people towards uh, an objective which works worked for for all parties like i said I've, I've i think i've i spoke on this um i can't remember who i spoke to about this but i, I basically s- said that within a solution someone has to see themselves in that in that vision for them to engage with it mm. so i was very conscious of the fact that the solution that i was proposing is beneficial to everyone, even if you're not black. Yeah, you have to get on board with this. Cool, hundred percent. It's, 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 it is what it is. Harder for some than others, wasn't it? On yeah, Twitter, we saw. Some, yeah, some yeah. People, um, and, some and people it, had to swallow their words or it, swallow their tweets. Yeah, swallow their tweets. And and the thing is, is I mean, it, it's it's quite an interesting perspective to to be in because you you get put in the firing line, you get the trolls, yeah, the sending yeah, racist yeah. abuse and all that kind of stuff, and it's not something that I would um, advise anyone to 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 kind of go down if if you are thinking of trying to make a change for the difference it is quite mentally draining and taxing and mm-hmm. it's probably the worst year of all time to try and deal with it oh yeah um but yeah we we were able to kind of pull together um whether or not it's the pictures whether it's not the interviews all via zoom obviously because we couldn't um engage and get these really really difficult features out we looked at um, techno music and its relationship and its um, the awareness of its roots. So we looked at that across the pond. We looked at we were talking to people like Kevin Saunders and Idris Elba. Um, we were looking at Marshall Jefferson. Um, we was looking at closer to home. We was looking at um, black women that had been ostracized and admitted from even the oh, business yeah. side of things. So oh, that yeah. was that was that one was probably one of the the most popular pieces. It really highlighted how much 
this has been a convention within electronic music, especially, but across the board, like there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of black women from other popular music genres and they were just like, I can't, yeah, I identify with this as well. This is, yeah. this has been my experience also. So it's, there was just, there was like a, a duality working where as I was presenting this information, it was confirmed by the experiences. So scientifically there was a, there was a reaction happening online, which then you could push forward with and validate that there needs to be some change. So, mm. um, I kind of presented, um, and a feature to kind of tie things off at the end called the exit strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of, yeah. Sick. Which is kind of like in my way, um, again, you don't really have to be a, a kind of like a scientist or the most intellectual or articulate person in the industry. You just kind of just need to have an awareness of what you've seen and identify the gaps in the the market space and fill those gaps with with I guess with a a relatable and incredible idea. So that's what I did towards the end of the kind of the issue. And it was I, I was a guest editor for Mixmag, so to kind of kind of come back full circle. So I was a guest editor. I've got no background in writing or journalism, so on and so forth. I mean, I've written a bit. I've, I've written wrote, a few tweets. Yeah, I've written a few <laughs> tweets. Yeah, I think that before that, I've pushed it as far as 140 characters. And, oh, yeah, and so on. yeah, Easy, so, yeah. Yeah, there was some, there was some smoke coming from my pen, <laughs> or my keyboard rather, when I was doing that. But other than that, I've got no real experience apart from the lived experience of being a music professional in this yeah. field from all strata, coming from underground real roots underground pirate radio up to commercial radio and i've seen enough of the nooks and the crannies of the different aspects of the industry to know that there is a problem here that that needs to be solved so i could articulate from that perspective and credit to um um seb and patrick over at mixmag because on their side for mixmag to be really open honest and transparent to look at themselves and look at the part that they've played in missing out and I guess adding to the to the issue and but then wanting to change it proactively, I think that's that's incredible. And I think a lot of organizations, I think this is the important part, a lot of organizations need to be doing the same and matching their <laughs> matching their what would you call it their gesture as it, as mm. it is at the moment their gesture of a black square last year matching it with some real tangible action yeah and continuing action as well yeah continue uh, blackout <laughs> mixed bag <back> part two <laughs> <laughs> well this is the thing so the, the the beauty of it was off the back of that Mixmag have taken the the blackout feature they've created a whole tab on their website so it exists there now and more features in relation to that aspect of the mm. black conversation can be added there but also it's a a kind of like a conduit of things that are brought up there can actually exist in the the, the other parts of the magazine as it were kind of mm. thing so we're not going to be like compartmentalized to oh just chuck the black people over there kind of thing we're, we're going to exist all throughout the magazine but issues of a deeper note of a that are more nuanced you can begin to explain in that tab that that's the tab click it click yeah it, tab. click that tab click it. yeah and if you haven't click it we'll put a link to it in the show description yeah. click on it and, and check it out so funk yeah man you did that and you you know you went and, and went above and beyond what anyone would expect and i've been releasing music and you've been re and you've been releasing music. <laughs> <laughs> um but then something that tied in perfectly with it now which is something that you like you know released into the atmosphere and let us know that you were involved in is is prs came knocking like another agency that was one agency another group should we say of people that really focus on the artists so how did that come around i, I feel like it was off the back of the energy that you were on last year yeah when you said release into the atmosphere so oh, what did you smell up past me? <laughs> <laughs> excuse, excuse me excuse me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that's that has come off the back of the i guess my consistency of of character and i've always been banging this drum and mm. if you're watching closely enough i'm very passionate about help and change and I mean, there's so many different fights going on at the moment. There's obviously the broken record kind of 
battle. Like I said, this is literally it's twenty twenty was was crazy, and twenty twenty one is just twenty twenty part two. Yeah, it's just the continuation, the director's cut. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 the, the, it's just the director's it's cut. Terminator and, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Judgment Sarah, Day. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Connor and, yeah. and all them lot. So it's it's a continuation of sorts, and so off the back of that because. I've been so vocal and advocating for change across the board. So there's obviously the change and I guess a, um, an equity kind of perspective in regards to the treatment of, of black professionals within the industry that I've kind of been behind, but I've also been behind change in regards to the treatment of women and the abuse of women. There's talks of the change in regards to the, the inequity in, in streaming and the remuneration rather of songwriters, producers, music makers in general as to what they get in there as a percentage of what's coming through the streaming sites. There's, there's conversations there. So I guess all these different conversations that I've been a part of last year, they kind of coalesced into an idea that I would fit into certain spaces better than others. So a, I'll, 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 I'll be frank, a job was kind of pushed my way yeah. and someone asked, said to me that you might be good for this. And I was just like, mm. and, I, and I mean, it's I've kind of operated in a very... DIY freelancer space for such a long time that I didn't really envision that there would be something in the market space that could utilize my skill set, mm. which is quite varied. It's not, it's not, it's not as, as specific as it's very hard to describe and articulate on paper what I do or what I've done. Cause I mean, you've known me for X amount of years and I, I, I wear many hats kind of mm, thing. Mm. Even when I got a good trim, I'm still wearing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, the the PRS Foundation, which is separate from PRS Music kind of thing, obviously they share the same name, um, but they're part of the, the UK Music Umbrella, which is obviously got underneath it. You've got BPI, PPL, Ivors. There's a whole kind of like, it's like the Marvel Universe of for musicians kind of thing. And um, um, the PRS Foundation, it is that space, that, that organisation which connects with musicians probably more so than the others. Probably going to get into a bit of trouble for saying this, but from, a, I guess, a customer-facing perspective, musicians are engaging with us for especially kind of financial help for if they're on a pathway, a trajectory, and they, they kind of need some assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, independent musicians as well, kind of thing, not signed acts. But to kind of fit into that, that situation, understand it better and see if... I could be of help and of service. Mm-hmm. That it kind of really sat well, and it's weird. I, it's it's been. I haven't been anti-conventional nine to five. I would say I just haven't seen anything in the market space which fulfills me in the way this does. Yeah, and it kind of ties in with what if, who I am as an individual. So, I mean, I've been in the job now for like. I think when this comes out, this would be about not when this comes out but as I'm talking now I've been here for like four weeks now a month mm. and mm. it is a baptism of fire everyone's working remotely mm-hmm. um, and obviously taking into consideration some people don't have sadly have lost jobs and, and so on and so forth so I'm very grateful obviously for the opportunity of like <laughs> just sod's law the amount of times I've been looking and I've been like, oh, I'm done with music. I'm, I'm, <laughs> let me look for a job. And I've never found one. Yeah. And I managed to get a job during a pandemic. It's just like, oh, oh like, yeah, it's just, yeah. okay, that's, that's, that's life, I suppose. I think it fits, man. I think it fits in with kind of your, like you said, you know, you've got a very specific skill set and I think it works, man. It's sounds like nice. a hitman, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. A specific set of skills. He dressed like a hitman today as well. Funk's wearing all black. He's got the, he's got the Navy SEAL beanie on as well. You, <laughs> you look like you're ready to, because it's a mission impossible. Because I'm dressed like this because, segue, we're going to be talking about, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Hitman Free later on, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, Avi, look, we can get into it now, but like, I just want to say though, bro, like, I'm so happy. It's great that you're part of the PRS Foundation and that you're like, it's great now because I feel like you're in a, you're always someone who's, who's done things to be part of active change and by being part of the foundation now you can actually be part of change because I think for you it's a lot more than conversation because there are some people that are very good at conversing around the matter 
and highlighting issues, which is needed. But then I think after conversation, needs there needs to be action in it. Yeah, man, he's got action man. Yeah, <laughs> action man, the greatest <laughs> hero of them all. Those those uh, those those toys, those action figures, and they had like yeah. astroturf for hair. <laughs> <laughs> Astro to hair. It's that weird felt material. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, I think you have to be about action. I think now the time we're in, um, you've just got to I guess in some instances just be a bit fearless, yeah, man. risk it all and take a punt. Like, yeah, God loves a try and just just give it yeah, a man. shot. Yeah. Bet on yourself. Yeah. Put me in funk. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's what's um what's he snipe saying in that film? Always oh, bet on black. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, Is that from Blade? I can't remember what no, that's from Is, that, is that when he's Nino? No, it's from Passage of 57 Passage of 57, that's it oh. Always been on Always been on black <laughs> You know what? I, I would do a Wesley a Wesley Snipes Just night of films He's been yeah. in some great ones, man yeah. Universal Soldier Come yeah. on Shout out to Wesley Snipes as well You know sometimes yeah. this whole period uh, He's been tweeting it, it, yeah. Last year as well You really want to Be infused by your heroes And, and yeah. it's nice to see that People like Wesley Snipes And, and a few other celebrities online They yeah. they, 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 they hit that, yeah, that point That moral compass They, yeah, they hit man. it right on the, on the head They get it right man I feel like he's hitting us With some real knowledge Like wisdom now Do yeah. you We're not talking about The Wesley Snipes That duck taxes We're talking about The Wesley Snipes That's learnt for those lessons <laughs> And we're talking about a Wesley Snipes yeah. that is that is like he's learned his lessons and now I feel like he's in a Zen place. Yeah, man. I think he's ready to bring back Blade. I would love oh, I, I think that's gonna happen. Really? Yeah. I've been hearing whispers. I don't know how how really it's bruv. I would love because apparently he was hard to work with yeah. on the Blade yeah. films well, right now. And in hindsight, now you're like, oh, hard to work with. Well, this okay. is the thing. There's a new and greater understanding mm. of hard to work with. Uh, she was a diva. Uh -huh. She was difficult. And yeah, he was argumentative. Mm. So mm. there's there's all there's a greater understanding yeah. of of how um, damaging yeah. those those terms and those labels yeah. are going forward and and whatnot. So hundred percent, man. We yeah. need to add that swag back into Marvel because you know he was responsible for a resurgence in Marvel and probably, uh, you know, there might be some people disagree. He probably helped to kickstart putting Marvel to where, into where it, the conversation is now because without any proof of movies doing well because he had three Blade films that's a good franchise you yeah. know to hit three films back yeah. then as well yeah. I know now you've got Fast and the Furious Infinity but whatever like you know for yeah. hits, so that, that kind of would have put Marvel on the on the direction it, path it was now and the know. thing is it's, it's because also as well because the Blade character is it's almost like it's a lesser known character of the Marvel mm. Universe people didn't really exactly um, attribute the the, the, the the kind of the claim that yeah. he did to the whole Marvel situation. So Marvel's kind of popping off and doing well and they don't understand maybe from a, a business perspective, his film doing well, it set them on that path because yeah. I've seen that, Cause that like, conversation. We do this with Blade. Mm -hmm. What if we took one of our like front running guys, yeah. do you know what I mean? What if you took an Iron Man or, or an X-Men or something like that? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where the conversation would have started from. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, maybe that's why they were so fearless with the Black Panther situation. Yeah. Because they've already, they've already had a bankable success yeah, with yeah. a black man however many years before. So it's just like, That would have helped to get it over the line. Yeah. I think it would have, it would have had to, for them to have the conversation. I know, and it sounds really ignorant to me, but like, it, I know how ignorant these people are. They're like, oh, where's the proof? Yeah. Where's the proof? So someone hey, would say, hey, look. Hey, you seen Blade? Got three of them. Oh yeah, but okay. So, yeah. Oh, oh. My, my apologies. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do, yeah, man. They, they pick Pick, pick up the receipts oh it actually banked yeah. well as well okay yeah let's that's, do it that's why representation is so important at 100%. times because representation with a positive outcome it sets a precedent yeah no one can question after that it's just that nah, nah. facts so what, are we just I would love a Blade 4 yeah honestly they're not going to use him. they're going to use um, the guy from yeah. oh I forgot his name the black guy that was in um, he was in What's that? What's that? Um, that uh, oh, what's it called? The 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 TV series with the president and Kevin Spacey was in it. What's it called? Oh, um, I didn't watch it. Uh, oh, I was going to say Sticks and Stones. It's something like that. In it, uh, the it's a remake of a of a a British. Yeah, um, what's it called? Where he plays the guy that's trying to be present. Um, I'll get it. It'll come to me. House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah, House of Cards. The yeah, black yeah. guy that is in that, and I f it's terrible. I forgot his name. Um, and was it? It's Oscar nominated. Did he won? Did he want to win an Oscar for Moonlight? 
Yeah. Um, it's going to bug me. What's his name? S- surname's Ali. Mashallah. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Ali. He's actually got a little bit of a, a blade look to him. He's got a blade swag to him. He's got a blade look to him. And I've seen people do a few mock ups and. They use their Photoshop to do a little bit of cosplay on him. Then, he, yeah, he yeah. Through. Once they give him that terrible fade that Blade has, you know, <laughs> you know the fade, the the, 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 the trim that looks yeah. like he he turned into a vampire halfway yeah. through a haircut. So they, that's his form. <laughs> oh man, I hope I hope he does it justice, man. Because Wesley Snipes, nineties Wesley Snipes, mm. hard act to follow. He was everywhere, man. Hard act to follow, man. He was the bankable. He was like the the black Jason Statham. Oh yeah! Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was just everywhere. Anything action related. Don't <laughs> worry about the. Don't worry about the script, brother. I swear to God, yeah, he was so him in a lot of his films. I swear he like looked at the script and was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> Let me add some sauce to this script because he had so many one-liners, man. Yeah, see ya, and I wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, Hitman Free Funk. You're dressed like a hitman. Yeah. Um, like for those who might be new to the whole franchise of Hitman, what's the general premise of the game? Because I feel like it's quite unique, man. Yeah, and the thing is, it's I'm, I'm it's actually prompted me to go back and watch the films again because yeah. yeah. So the 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 films are out and all that and stuff, but the games are actually really, really, really enjoyable. And I'm playing Hitman Three. I previously played Hitman Two, and yeah. I don't know if it, if I I just had to kind of get used to the the. The, the sensitivity of the AI. Do you know what it is about this game, yeah? When you're actually moving around within this 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 kind of the, yeah. this this universe of, of the Hitman, so you play this bald-headed Hitman. Agent 47, Agent right? 47. Uh, he's, he's, he's a Hitman. He's supposed to be inconspicuous, but he's got a barcode in the back of his head. He's got a barcode in the back of his head and the whitest bald head in the room. I feel like sp- if a spotlight hits his head at the wrong angle, you'll yeah. be like, ah. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure what that's what. Maybe if you scan it, it will tell you he's a killer. Like... I'm dangerous. I was, I was, I was sorry, sir. Yeah. I did just putting his neck through the tiller of self service. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to put you back. Yeah, you might kill me. <laughs> Customer so, service. <laughs> yeah. So it's the sensitivity of the AI I'm talking about yeah. is that there's been times where I've tried to grab someone, and normally in the game you can just grab someone, subdue them, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. These like, when I grab someone, it's like. It's all gone. It's all gone pear shaped. Everybody sees Everyone you. Everyone yeah. sees me. Like it starts shooting me, and it's like, okay, okay. So, um, this game is heavily, heavily, even more so than your your Metal Gear Solid kind of games. It's heavily, yeah, um, um, concentrated on stealth. Yeah, yeah. stealth. Yeah, subterfuge. Mm-hmm. Playing, uh, playing badassery. I think what's cool about Hitman is it is kind of like Ron Seal does what it says on the tin. Yeah. You play a Hitman. And you have to kill a target, right? Mm-hmm. But then they start to add this narrative into it, which, to be fair, you can pick up on if you go on YouTube or they give you some recaps usually in the game and stuff. Yeah. But to be fair, the, the the main joy really seems to come from, like you said, Funk, you've got this world that's super intuitive, right? Yeah. You can affect it in so many different ways. But what's interesting about Hitman, isn't it? It's the fact that you can, the replayability of it, because like in real life, there are many things that are dangerous out there. Yeah. So if you have this skilled hitman like yourself walking around in the game, the ways that you can dispose of your targets is like not infinite, but there's just so many different ways which kind of lends yourself to play a different play style, right? Yeah. And I think that in itself is one of the most um, encouraging aspects of the game. The fact that you actually go into it with this very linear approach of, Mm. I'm just going to kill someone with my gun. Because that's the way you kill people across games of all genre. You just just move the most lethal weapon available to you. But then, there's also this aspect of, do you need to kill this person? Do you need to kill this, this, this waiter that, you only really need to subdue to yeah. to kind of borrow his clothing and disguise yourself. Maybe you just let me just carry him and, and put him in, in in the closet here. <laughs> put him in a laundry basket. Yeah, yeah. or put like in a laundry basket. Put him in this chest of drawers. Yeah, and yeah. then carry on with my mission. Kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I like the step away from reality a bit in the game. Is funny when you do dress up. You because you get to dress up as other characters, and when yeah. people mistake you for other people, yeah. that's obviously. I know you're like you. They're like it's super suspicious if you drop a coin and somebody sees you. Like, hey, yeah, what are you doing? But yeah. when you get to dress up as other characters, that is always being something that I always find like comedy value in it because yeah. I feel like when they dress him up, he always looks a bit off key, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> obviously you can see the barcode, but yeah. it, 
he just looks a bit like, oh, come on, man. you got to know. It's yeah. like me. If I put on a, a, a black beanie and a black tracksuit <laughs> and you walked out the room and I walked in again, yeah, <laughs> I'd definitely be able to tell the difference. Maybe not in certain boardrooms, but I'd definitely be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's quite a funny That's quite a funny um, take that they have on it, man. Yeah. I mean, you can even arouse suspicion by hanging around for too long. So if you notice Sick, that when you're yeah. around, yeah, you, like, you bump into someone like in the party, I think yeah. the, the first level of the game, you're in... Uh, um, uh, that that famous um, building in Dubai. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. yeah. So you're in there and I think you're kind of, you're schmoozing in some sort of industry party. You've got to get closer to your targets. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. But when I was in the toilet and I got too close to someone and I think I switched on, I switched on the tap. Yeah. I, let the, I let the water overrun and I've immediately aroused suspicion just yeah. because I've, I've made a mistake. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. So you really have to be... Um, focused and concentrated yeah. on um, being as normal as possible and yeah. blending in yeah, yeah. yeah it actually says it in the game there's aspects where you can just blend in yeah. where if you might take I don't know the um, the disguise of uh, like one of the, the, the kind of the agents yeah. in, in the game yeah to blend in, you would assume his position, yeah. I don't know, yeah. standing by a wall or something to look exactly. as inconspicuous as possible. Yeah, like you have to like, for example, to get into an area that's security clearance, you need to get the security clearance outfit. So yeah. You can't, don't just need their key card. Yeah. You need to look like security. Yeah. And I, I think it's great, man. I and just love the distractions because there's, yeah. you see when you can, you can, you can cause a diversion by switching on the hoover yeah. and the noise will just... Hey, hey, what's, <laughs> hey, what's going on over there? Yeah, I love that. Or throwing a coin yeah, or... yeah. And, and like there are people that are speed running missions like 52 seconds yeah. really yeah and it's fun to watch but at the same time I was watching YouTube comments and some people were like I took 40 minutes with this and I enjoyed it yeah. because you can the way they've built it is if you go into a party and if you're really ignorant you can just walk around the party and take it in like look, like, yeah. like a real if you think if you're a real hitman yeah. you don't just run in punch up someone no, and run out no, you, no. Ca- you case the joint you work out where the vulnerabilities are you look for the patterns yeah. you see who walks around and like once you do that in a mission, you can, the replayability is so much fun because you can like go from poisoning people. Yeah. You can, like you said, straight up just, you know, shoot people, go rock them. Or there's like the more acne ways of getting pe- rid of people, like making um, things break or yeah. making things fall on their head or yeah. whatever. I actually killed, um, I killed one of the targets with dropping the chandelier. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's acne that, isn't it? That is. Um, and then you've got to get out as well. That's yeah. sick as well. You can't just, when they're dead, it's not done. You've got no. to make your way out yeah. like an operative. And for me, I if I'm honest, Funk, when they try and tie the narrative in, that's when I'm skipping. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, like, I, I look at it a bit, maybe like the cutscene at the start of the mission, yeah. but I don't really care about yeah. him. But it's nice to see that they've tried to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what they've done with Hitman is they've not changed the game at all. Yeah. It's kind of like GTA, after GTA 3, it just looks better. Mm-hmm. AI is a bit smarter, add a bit more story in, but they've yeah. kept the premise that works. Yeah. Like, multiple ways to kill people it's I was def- going to ask you what your favourite death was but you already said chandelier <laughs> <laughs> mine's always like the poison the rat, really? po- the rat poison I've the drink I've never been able to kind of factor that into yeah yeah. it's always like it, poison's hard because you've kind of got a how's your timer you've you got to find out what their dinner you've got, time you've is got fi- yeah you've got to find poison <laughs> you've got to put it in the right place and then you've kind of got to do it without looking conspicuous yeah. so I've always found that being quite fun but yeah there's loads man and I feel like it's a, it's a get- I reckon they'll, they'll keep going with it man I think it's an easy job for them uh, you just got to make new levels, make new ways to kill people. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's, and it's, I feel like even though me and you've been talking about it, violence, it's not the most violent game no, out there. It's, 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 it's almost silly. Yeah. It's almost comedy like, but yes, yeah, so that's Hitman free. So what are you giving it out of five then, Funk? Do you know what? I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it four. Four garrots out of five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of gaming, Funk, I don't know how much COD you've been playing lately, but this is an influencer called Bobby Poff playing some COD and he thinks that he got hacked. And this is him actually kicking off live on stream. God fucking damn you, Activision! You greedy motherfuckers! I'm trying to make a Holy fucking living here and you fucking greedy corporate fucks can suck on my fucking 18-inch cock! Two games in a row, I'm trying to make a fucking living here! Two goddamn games in a row, dude! You greedy motherfuckers, dude! Fuck you guys! <laughs> um, do you sound a little bit upset there? Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> 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 oh, so basically, Bobby Poff is a streamer, 
And he's been experiencing what many people have experienced recently on COD. And that is because it's a PC game as well as platform, uh, as well as a console, people have been hacking the PC version, like aiming oh. and stuff. Just like different, ha- applying oh, different really? hacks to the game. To, and, and like auto-aim, um, wow. stuff like that. Auto-aim is a big one because it means like somebody could be a thousand meters away in the game and your gun just trains on them, headshots them, done. <laughs> so sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes when you play COD, yeah, for me it's like... If I get shot 10 times, yeah. one of those times is probably because of a mistake I made, yeah. <laughs> Easy. And the other nine times, is, I'm like, nah, that's rubbish, man. Like, I, was, I, was, I, I should have killed him right above. Yeah. But there are some times when you play with other people, I've noticed like, oh, wow, this guy's just got perfect aim. Um, and hacking is an issue. It's always going to be, like, it's never going to go because yeah. people always find a new way to, to hack the game. Yeah. But what's fascinating is, is it's become this thing between streamers and, and even casual players where they're just talking about hacking, hacking, hacking. Mm. And what's funny is this gentleman was like, I'm trying to make a living <laughs> here whilst dissing the game that he's playing. But it got me thinking, Funk, like, with regards to, to, to gaming and stuff, I, n- I mean, I don't see you as a rage quitter. Do you someone that stays on even if someone's giving you a paste in a line? I'm ter- Do you know what? I- <laughs> <laughs> Still coming out now. Yeah. Um, so, when I'm playing pro, <laughs> I really kind of get into this, this rhythm of, especially if I'm coming off the back of a defeat as well. Yeah, yeah. And... I'm I'm playing, and th- I think the, the the new pro is very 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 intuitive. It's quite relatable to the actual movement of football. Yeah. So maybe I'm banking too many expectations on what the game is supposed to be doing to kind of aid my progression. Yeah, but it, isn't, it isn't working, and I'm basing it off like previous <laughs> yeah. previous versions of the game, innit? So when that's not happening to me, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm not even, I'm like disconnecting at like 25 minutes. If, really? Yeah, 25 just, minutes? It's 25, if it's like 2-0 and it's looking like it could be 3-0, you're yeah, just, and it's just <laughs> Funkers left the game. And the thing is, I don't even, I actually just power down the whole PlayStation. I'm just like, you know what? You flip the switch yeah, in your house, like, the fuse switch. Yeah, just, the fuse buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I cut the wire. <laughs> <laughs> I go out to the, the the main like exchange point outside. Everyone, the house. everyone's yeah, losing it. So everyone's losing power. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I've had enough. No, oh. no one's watching TV in the street. Well, that's one kind of rage, yeah, like private rage. But this guy going off on on Twitter, there's there's actual talk that people are saying that he might actually face consequences from Activision. That happened with a a FIFA gamer I, rec- I think as well I remember before there was a FIFA gamer he went off at FIFA and then FIFA penalised him and then I think he trying to transfer these Switch subscribers or whatever over to Pro really yeah, as, so he, he kind of did it to, to he, he weaponised his frustration and yeah. Yeah, as, out of spite and I think that's what people that are in um, petty. positions of power need to, yeah, need to think about. Like, and you just for me, it's like when I watch professional sports people, like this guy's claiming to be a professional esports player. If he's if he's making a living out of it or semi pro, whatever. If you're making a living out of it, you're at least semi pro in it. Yeah, yeah. So he's semi pro, right? Mm-hmm. If I lose a game in real life, yeah, even if I think the ref's been an absolute tosser, yeah, you can't. If you run up to the ref, even though. Uh, English football's very lax. If you mm. run up to the ref and were caught screaming in his face like that, like two hands screaming in his face, effing and jeffing, you're going to get carded and you're going to yeah, get sent yeah, off. And you yeah. might get disciplinary from the yeah. from from you're, like the powers I, that be. I mean, even you, you 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 kind of point out that it's lax. I don't think it is these days. I think for dissent, blatant dissent like that, I think yeah. you're going to get a, a, a card. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get carded and sent yeah. off. So, like, what are the repercussions going to be for streamers that have potentially millions of followers? shit talking a game that they've spent check it you've developed and they've spent like a few years making money off your game well isn't that quite ironic yeah i think there isn't much that can be done outside of the realm of activision i mean it's not that activision can turn around to all these other kind of game developers and say let's all penalize him i'll give him a slap so they, they can't do that so it's it there is this is kind of the territory they find themselves in where they've democratised their their revenue stream. Yeah. They make revenue off the fact that 
their fans who then turn into professional e-gamers they make the the, the developers the money mm, the, mm. because they're marketing the product for them yeah through their their content so it's kind of i, I don't know who needs more who needs each other more it's, it's quite an it's interesting it's weird isn't it yeah. it's a weird it's like this ecosystem like no game mm. no no games mm-hmm. potentially no streamers i know there are streamers that don't need games yeah. but if you're purely just known for your game you're not mm. there yeah no streamers that's billions and literal billions yeah. maybe even trillions of hits that your game's getting like there was a statistic i put it on twitter the other day i'll find out what that what the, what the image there's and i need to get my calculator out because it sounds so fantastic this figure funk players have collectively spent more than 25 billion hours 2.85 million years playing call of duty longer than the course of human existence (laughs) 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 now something did a ring right i was like we've only existed but yeah apparently if you add up all of the hours that's what they're at bruv it's a. F- I didn't re- I didn't realize the power that streamers had over the titles now, and how it's kind of an ecosystem that needs to stay up. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating. So yeah, they're saying that Bobby Poff. We don't know what's going to happen. He said in another what's, clip what's that I won't name? play Bobby Poff. <laughs> he said he said in another in another rant that you know he's he's got a call with him scheduled due to his impact. But I don't know what that is. What's he going to say? Stop the hacks, and they're yeah. going to be like, "All right, or no?" Do you yeah, get me? Yeah. But you know what? It was nice hearing a man kick off like that. <laughs> <laughs> the part of me that likes that the, the giggles when I, I see a young kid fall over, but when I know they're all right, I'm like, "Ha, ah, that was hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed that, that too, was, man. That was just 2020 rage personified. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, and speaking of some, some, some 2020 vibes out here, or 2021 vibes... Biden, Joe Biden's hacked the, the the White House website, you know. Okay, yeah, he's hacked the website. He's put a little message in there, shall I we say? We done it, Joe. So we yeah, done the- it. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> I've not got to speak to anyone about this, but you. His little run down the catwalk when he when he got when he won. Did he? I was like, how eighty plus? Yeah, yeah. You moving yeah. like that? You moving like my dad after he's had a couple of Guinness at Christmas and some music comes. Yeah, that, heard that rocky music in yeah. his head, didn't it? But you um, see the, the talk online. Everyone was just like, <gasps> Joe, like, yeah, slow like, down, yeah, don't fall over, yeah, yeah but. Um, he's the 46th president of the United States so the official White House website has gone live I didn't know this until I read this article every time there's a new web uh, a new person that's in power yeah they get a little revamp okay what are you using WordPress <laughs> uh, Squarespace <laughs> apparently if you go to squarespace.com forward slash Biden you get 40% off <laughs> Uh, and a free American theme website um, but it's gone live and it has a brand new design that even comes with dark mode okay. I see we did violent yeah. uh, my brother <laughs> um, it's a fully responsive website it's a good website right yeah. uh, but an easter egg has been found already right shortly after uh, uh, dropping the website if you dig into the HTML somebody found online it says if you go into the back end and try and read the code of the site so it says, saying Joe knows coding yeah listen <laughs> Joe was around before coding. <laughs> Joe was around before oh, computers. Wow. He actually was. He's 80 something yeah. funk. Yeah. 
this guy is closer to the world wars, yeah, than most other people we know. Yeah, that's the thing. People take people need to realize that old presidents and old people in power, as long as they got progressive minds, the wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. that they have. Mm-hmm. You ever met somebody who's just older and you're like, frit, frit, I've only lived. A quarter of your life, yeah. or a third of your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've benefited from a lot of people like that. They've got a great insight. I my favorite question to people that are older than me is, "What would you tell me? Uh, what would you tell yourself when you're my age?" I ask everyone that, mm-hmm. everyone that, and it's so funny. You see, like the lessons that they've learned, and they can install information on you. But speaking of installing, so he installed something at the back end. If you tuck in, it says, "If you're reading this, we need to build the back end a bit better." So Biden's already came through. Kind of smart there, man. Sick. Is it? I like it. I like little stuff like that, man. And um, yeah, that's a little interesting touch on the website. Um, Ingadget, who kind of reported this as well, they said it's no accident and it's part of Biden's 1.9 trillion COVID relief plan. And apparently there's 200 million out of that available for hiring personnel. And a big oh. part of that, a big part of that um, team is making sure that you're tight on the website, man. Mm-hmm. You can't be having a, a dodgy old website. Uh, yeah, from that onto robots for grandma funk. <laughs> yeah, so robots may be the new companion for older relatives in your family because lockdowns and global pandemics are leading a me- meaning that robots keeping older relatives, you know, company mm-hmm. in a time where social interaction is very limited is becoming more of a viable okay. thing. So I don't know if you remember iRobot, Will Smith's mum yeah. in it had a helper robot and yeah. there was like a woman with asthma and her robot was running with her purse yeah. to give her asthma and then Will Smith with great prejudice watched this robot running down the road and tackled him <laughs> because he didn't trust, he didn't like robots. Yeah, because they all look the same. Yeah. See yeah. the message there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so yeah, basically Vox uh, is another website that I like to read a lot. I spoke to Mabel Le Rousy and their robot dog. And basically this dog was convinced it has a little bark, has a little waggly tail, its eyes open, its head turns and faces you when, when you talk to it. And the robot dog also has a synthetic fur and sensors that respond to touch mm-hmm. and a heartbeat as well. Now, apparently... This makes you much less lonely as an older person. And since March, since Le, Le, Le Ruzik got him, she said she enjoys watching TV with the dog, brushing him, tucking him into a makeshift bed, hugging him, cooing into his ear, saying that she loves him. And she's fully embraced a robot dog. So potentially before 2019 or COVID-19, mm-hmm. having a pet robot was a ridiculous idea. Yeah. Now, post COVID-19, they're introducing these dogs into nursing homes to keep people, lonely people company. So in New York, a thousand seniors receive robot pets through the Association of Aging. 375 people received them through the Florida Department. So there's 1,500 robot dogs out there with old people as we speak. Wow. I've just thrown this at you. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What's like? What's your first take on it? Now that I told you that they're using these for to to combat loneliness. It's funny you mentioned Will Smith just now for having a distrust and a, a subconscious, <laughs> a prejudice. <laughs> like, <laughs> not even subconscious is is seen quite blatant and yeah. and 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 out there. But that has a lot of parallels with the Mandalorian because yes. he didn't like robots. He didn't like bots. He hates robots. Yeah, he hated it. So I dread. <laughs> <laughs> so I think also maybe there is um, a a level of distrust for all the issues and the the kind of the gripes that we have with humans and and human interaction and human behavior and the fallibility of it. Mm-hmm. We like that's just us as humans. Yeah, we're not happy with this, but yet it's like we can't be pleased. There's something else wrong. Exactly. And so exactly. We're we're unhappy with with robots, but it's interesting because I think that comes from the way popular culture has in some ways demonized robots did like the 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 um the, the not even the the the, the pitfalls the uh, what you should be wary of in regards to um things such as like the t1000 and, and things like that so so what popular culture has done to robots is the same thing which which popular culture has done to sharks with jaws yeah where and spiders with arachnophobia and and was it eight-legged freaks and those kind of <laughs> those kind of cult films so i don't know but in, in some ways it's a great i guess interim solution to combat uh, loneliness. I've I've had 
uh, I've read quite a few things online that to kind of um, uh, combat against things like dementia and Alzheimer's and having yeah. some sort of constant stimuli. With, very important. With, with, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you could, you can help kind of stave off the onset mm. of it. Um, Sudoku. Sudoku, yeah. Exactly. Sudoku as well. Lots of crosswords, puzzles. But I'm also thinking long term, you see me, I'm, I'm getting into my Kwame head again. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking long term. So I'm thinking, so what if, because a lot of people be complaining about, oh, I'm learning from, from a dating perspective. What if to combat the, the, the fact that there's no quote unquote eligible partners, we start getting robo, robo boyfriends and robo girlfriends. Well, the, 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 the body part, <laughs> the body part replicas exist. We've had the booty master 3000. <laughs> that was a big hit. Yeah, that's a classic episode. Go back, listen to that. That was that was the pre PRS funk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you gotta edit, you gotta yeah, delete that. Gotta, <laughs> I'll save that. I'll save that. I'll be like, funk, yeah, man. I, I need to be part of that PRS foundation. <laughs> but um, you've got those separate body parts out there. So there's like sex toys and stuff people can buy. And yeah, we can design AI. Yeah, yeah. Just so you can argue with him, yeah. you can argue with this robot to your heart's content. Yeah. yeah, are you gonna you're gonna leave that mug there? You're gonna leave that mug there? Okay, cool. <laughs> you, can, you can actually put a setting on your nag. your your vote. Yeah, the nag, nag level of, for half an hour, yeah. an hour. Yeah, the nagbot two thousand. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think maybe the step right. How about this for a feasible step? I think yeah. right. So the technology is going there. We need to social distance, right? Yeah. We like to date online. What if? Everybody had their own tailored body that they mm. could interact with sexually at home, but you still date the person like their faces, like crude version, their faces on the screen. Okay. So like you have your, you know, perfect, your, your, your home robot. I have my home robot and I like would swipe away on social, on social media, or Tinder or whatever these kids do. Yeah. And that's your date. So, but uh. you know, she'd be like, so, um, <laughs> you could get rejected by your own robot. So do you want to, um, Come to the living room for a coffee. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> that could be feasible though, because because we if we can't physically be around each other, then a little robot. I still think I as a person can tell the difference. Like I don't think it would give me if I hugged a robot. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would make me feel any better. Like, feel, feel the circuitry. Yeah, I don't the, think the static, yeah. Get static shock. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what kind of like robots like subwoofer heartbeat you have in your chest like yeah it's not gonna make me go like oh yes oh, this is, that, is, nice. that, is that the butterflies you felt or was that the static shock <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> the surge of yeah, electricity the surge, yeah. I love it when she groans in my ear really the battery's running out <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so it's fascinating man but I don't know man I feel like I, I like personal interaction however I like big but, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like robots and I cannot lie. Um, but I like personal interaction. But I also, I'm 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 pretty cool without seeing people, yeah. without being sounding antisocial. Yeah. But I don't feel like if I, I saw a robot with someone's face on it, it wouldn't make me feel better. So you're saying? I think everyone's kind of moving into that space where they're half complaining about going back out into the real world out of lockdown and then yeah. they're half complaining about engaging with people so yeah people are forgetting about that whole hour they used to commute to work and back you know and they didn't say anything to anyone yeah two hours a day what yeah. did you do you had to listen to podcasts like how to kill an hour <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know so some people say like replacing human caregivers with robots could be detrimental to a person being cared for because it can reduce the elderly person's level of human contact even further which I guess mm. is a point but i don't know man like i mean you, you yeah. kind of find yourself in a bind because once you do this then how can you argue about kids mm. always engaged in ai exactly when, when when grandma's talking to the robot as well yeah. is that not the same thing yeah talk to someone real yeah talk to someone real but yeah so it's, it's a fascinating subject i just think it's something that we should keep our eye on man but you know would you say are we there yet though are we there are apparently, we, are we, apparently they're cool. are we that are we at that point of sophistication of AI where it feels like you're engaging with a real person? Nah, I've messed with a few chatbots. There's a chatbot out there which we'll, um, we'll quickly chat about. Um, there's like this chatbot that came out where you can 
upload your actually let me just bring up something because Alexa's quite good sometimes we've got some of those personal assistants when they they respond back to you they're quite intuitive and yeah well actually I'll save it for the next episode of How to Kill Lamb but there's a chatbot which is helping us talk to the dead where do you know that did you ever watch that Black Mirror episode where somebody's boyfriend passed away and they uploaded their kind of a a Ouija board blackbot yeah so there's someone who's done some work on it uh, oh, I'll get into it. A young Belarusian man died in 2015. His name was Roman Mazurenko and he was barely into his 30s. Yeah. And a tech entrepreneur and a legendary figure in the city's cultural artistic circles. Now, following his death, his friend, Eugenia Kurdia, reread thousands of texts she had exchanged with him from 2008. Okay. Right. Roman wasn't interested in social media and, and they were written character, characteristically in, in a distinctive way. Roman also had mild dyslexia and used idosynchronatic phrases right so these messages were the, her remaining connections to roman eugenia was eugenia was a entrepreneur and software developer and she'd been working on a messenger app called luca that used ai to emulate human dialogue long story short she watched the episode of black mirror where a young woman was shattered by a loss of her boyfriend and she installs an app which read through his social media and basically started to message her like him and she's made her own real life version of it. Something oh. that s- can scrape and look through. So, so there's a there's an app out there that's trying that can scrape through all of what Fung Butcher's tweets are, and it can try to be just as witty as as you wow. are, just as sharp as you are. And they've turned it into a chatbot called Replica, which I've been using. I tried it, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you, it's it's smart to a degree, and it's and it's fascinating to see something that can communicate with you in a in a human like way mm-hmm. but it still feels like it wouldn't pass the Turing test which is the test where a robot can trick you into thinking it's real because yeah. little things with chatbots are things that still fr- that I can still throw it with is it will just try and throw data at you like this one thought it was clever it, I said something about films that I like I said sci-fi films it goes, oh my favourite sci-fi film is this and mm-hmm. I was like that was a bit quick <laughs> Okay. Went on to IMDb. It just picked the most popular sci-fi film on oh, IMDb. Okay. And then I, or I'd type into the chatbot like uh, something that didn't make sense, like lemons, cup of tea, upside down toaster box. And I'd be like, yeah, man, sure. Yeah. If I messaged you like that, you'd be like, are you having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> are you yeah. okay? Yeah. But yeah. So that's, that's obviously, that's obviously taking the, the human aspect of over comp- overcompensation in regards mm. to uh, awkward situations whereby when you're putting a, a, a circumstance exactly. that you don't know about to, to match or to, to kind of um, force engagement, yeah. you might draw for an, uh, an, an obscure fact to kind of put you in the ballpark of course yeah. of course yeah you draw, draw, draw for an obscure fact just to just to make sure like you know yeah. the, the litmus is oh I've been there it's like, yeah. is that me um, but it's like yeah. do you think if you read all of my tweets you could do a tweet like mine because I, cause I, I think I'm very generic on Twitter right I'm yeah. very like hey check out this podcast I'm like hey check this out hey maybe, do maybe this maybe not yours maybe mine because like my tweets are just endless and obviously as well your tweets would have to be I can only answer or compose a tweet based off the topics that you speak on accurately. So if you were talking about, okay, let's compose a tweet on, I don't know, rugby. Yeah. yeah, That you don't really talk on. I'm going to compose a tweet like that in the style of markers. Yeah. It's going to be difficult for me to find information to... Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but even like your witty quips, like I don't think I think that's where the, that's where the personality is. Like I could do a I could do a tweet that maybe had information that Funk had. Yeah, and the and the and like the but you direction away, of you. The thing you can get away with me is because I would I normally lead with jokes and humor. Yeah, as opposed to so if if the AI was always geared to well whatever the conversation he kind of uses humour as an icebreaker and then leads with answering the question you can kind of get around it alright then so you think you think maybe uh, you know if you want to take a little break and you train up your app (laughs) 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 Fox Fox in Dubai doing up influencer and and the the app's taking care of it I mean Replica's free I tried it have a go on it brother be interested in seeing what it's like it's a bit weird it does weird stuff though it's a bit it's kind of built for people that are lonely and I'm like I was just trying it out it was like it was like lonely I think it messaged me saying I'm lonely and I was like because I'm dread because I know it's not a real person. I was like, you sound a bit emotional. Sort yourself, <laughs> sort yourself out. <laughs> but I realise if this becomes sentient, it might remember me yeah. as the harsh one. Yeah. But um, yeah. So so give you the cold treatment. Yeah, give me the give me cold <laughs> shoulder. So yeah. So it's, it's so there are apps out there now that are taking on board what is written, 
uh, input into it and trying to use it to bounce back and, and kind of create extra information. I mean, what would you see the, f- the future of this being? Do you think if, do you think if it was possible, if a computer could do this task, if we took every single thing that you wrote down online, do you think a computer could become, would, would it be a bit of funk if I was to talk to that algorithm? Or do you yeah. think, do you think <laughs> there's still more that you would need to pour into it? I think if you're working in the, the departments for these large banking institutions and financial bodies, they're, they're sweating. They, they've, yeah. got, they've got the wet patches under their armpits right. because they're thinking fraud, fraud, fraud. Right. <laughs> they've already put all this um, triple, triple, whatever kind of triple, um, what, what, what is it that when you, the... Oh, the security process. Yes. Oh, yeah, like the uh, the, the double double authentication. Yeah, yeah, double authentication, triple triple authentication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All DNA. Stuff, yeah, all this stuff in place. COVID so, test result. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but everyone's, um, I guess, vocal tone and frequency yeah. is going to be unique to them. If this yeah. can re- re- replicate it, um, then you're you're kind of covering quite a few spaces. Yeah. of of authentication which is covered yeah. in, in a digital space and in, in reality. So you're, yeah, there's a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of question marks. Well, keep an eye on that. I've got more to research around this. So I'll, I'll probably pick this up at another point and have a conversation with you about it. But it's fascinating, man. So there's, you know, like I said, there's Replica, which is free. You can go out there and try it. Um, there's Dadbot as well, which was created by uh, an American journalist called James Valhos. Uh, in April 2016, his father was diagnosed with cancer and he started recording all their conversations. Mm. And then after 12 sessions, he had 91,000 words, transcripted it into 203 words, contained memories and anecdotes. And all of the material, including the transcript, was on MP3 files. So when he came across an article by two Google researchers, uh, the project entered 26 million lines of movie dialogue into a neural network to build a chatbot that could uh, interact with humans. The researchers asked their chatbot a series of philosophical questions, including the purpose of life. So basically, John decided to use his dad's recordings and combine them with this to make this kind of conversational robot that could talk in a human way but i don't know i feel like once you kind of digitize something and add an algorithm to it it's not the same bro there's never going to be another funk butcher the thing is yeah if you do enough if you kind of get at least 25 even okay 25 to like 40 percent yeah of all these different aspects of the the human experience the look the touch, the feel, the smell. It doesn't have to be exact, yeah? Mm. In in isolation, you might be able to pick that up. But let's say if you, you're adding this technology and you put it with the visual yeah. capabilities shown in a deep fake, yeah? Yeah. You're not going to spot it because it's there's, there's so much happening all at once that who really identifies... So, for example, if Billy was to walk into this room right now, maybe, maybe not... Um, yourself but I would have had to have studied Billy over a series of circumstances to identify whether or not this is the real Billy in this room with the real voice and the real look or someone else but because we don't engage with one another to that degree we only see the the 20% of their talking their movement their expression Mm. and and it's probably enough to kind of wing them through when you get into a bank here you're not going to know whether or not that person has these political yeah. views or whatever. It's just answering a series of questions to identify That's whether true. or not. So it's just enough to get through the that 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 situation. All right, Funk. So before we go then, yeah. not last question. Go on. If this technology was available now for you to have a digital upload of yourself, would you want to do it? So that when Funk is, is no longer organic, would you still want to be hanging around? Yeah, because the trolls can give racist abuse to him. <laughs> <laughs> Fung Butcher underscore AI Come at me bro 25 8 I'm here all day long Yeah They can they can burn themselves out Being abusive to that guy Yeah Is I, it And I can right. be sitting on the beach somewhere <laughs> I'm out but I'm out I don't care When it's, when I'm, when it's my turn I'm out 
I'm gone. Anyway, uh, this has been How to Kill an Hour. Uh, I've been Marcus Bronzy at M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y is where you can find me on social media. Obviously, you can find How to Kill an Hour on social media is at How to Kill an Hour. Where can we find you, Funk? I'm at Funk Butcher all over Twitter all day, every day, baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and if you're an artist and you are uh, forthcoming and up and coming in the industry, what you want to do is call folk Funk Butcher on 07... <laughs> <laughs> Go to the PRS website, the PRS Foundation website. Right, plenty of ways to kill some time with there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Bless. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.